0: welcome to Swallows on the Wire, a podcast where I explore slowing down and taking time to really notice the nature that is all around us. I invite you to join me as I delve into the fascinating joys of the natural world and all it gives us if we stop for a moment and pay witness to its wonders. In this episode, I take a look at the small wild in my weekly diary from the 27th of September to the 3rd of October 2021. Monday the 27th of September, the day is wild and changeable by the minute, soaked through jumpers, staking up sunflowers in torrential rain, the centre of the largest head is half seed, bright bursts of sun are momentary and irregular and all accompanied by high winds. Broken branches and torn away leaves litter the ground. Birds either struggle or soar. The gulls seem to have the measure of how to ride the wind. Ragwort has gone to seed. The myriad yellow suns turn to white stars. All the roses have lost their heads again. Self-heal dots the lawn with purple. Ivy circles and climbs, hugging tendrils around a trunk of the smoke bush. In the darkened, fading light, blackbirds hop the lawn and feed. The wind drops as night falls. Tuesday, the 28th of September. Clouds have silver filigree edges as the sun sits behind them. There is a noticeable drop in temperature. Hedgerows are adorned with jewels of deep purple sloes and bright red rose hips. In the corner of a field, sheltered from the wind, it is hot as the sun finally breaks through. Walking... I feel as if, if I were to open out my long coat, I would fly with the wind. The clouds romp apace. Sycamore wings lie fallen and red. I feel the wildness of the wind is somehow primeval. It cannot be tamed. We are at its mercy. Dried banks of long grasses are bleached. A tree lies fallen across a path. The bright red of a ladybird stands out from a green tendril of ivy. A bright green aphid runs the other way. A meal missed. Another red dot snuggles asleep in the dried, bunched husk of wild carrot. Burnished bronze and red of old oak leaves. The rain comes hard and heavy at 2pm. It smells exciting. Wednesday, the 29th of September. A night of wild wind and rain. Enough to keep sleep at bay. But the day starts bright blue. A robin sits at the top of the feeder puffed up against the colder air, feathers ruffling. The ground is littered with berries that have been scattered by the wind, red polka dots on green. The leaves of the blueberry have gone the colour of wines, burgundy, cherry. The cucumber has nine new flowers. The cats are fractious in the wild weather. There are very few birds to see, flight being almost impossible. It is a day for staying low to the ground. Leaves rain on my head. Garden mint has sprawled and spread. Nigella and oxeye daisies are flowering again. In the early evening, a mass of sparrows come to feed. Hedge to feeder. To patio, to hedge. They are not so plain, as is often thought, but bear beautiful patterns, striped backs and all shades of brown, grey, and black, fancy coats in plain sight. They are talkative. Thursday, the 30th of September. From my desk, out of the window, I can see a whirling maelstrom of rooks as they swirl, lift and fall over the field in front. Black bodies, outstretched wings, ride the air. It is cold and grey and the wind is still set in. Tendrils of wisteria are blown horizontal and outwards. They undulate as if in water. A collared dove pecks at the lawn, chest feathers ruffled and legs bracing. Sparrows and starlings are blown in and out. Blue tits duck into the cover in the weeping crabapple tree. The crocus have been flattened. The patio dahlias periscope out miniature yellow flowers one by one. It is flat grey without intonation. Tortoise-shell backs of sparrows pepper the lawn as they flock and feed. It is unappealing to step out. I bundle in hat and coat and stand in the wind and cold light drizzle. I am tired and feeling low. I force myself to seek out and look, look, look for colour. Purple salvia, lilac chrysanthemum, yellow sunflowers, gold and burgundy rebeckias, pink dianthus, orange nasturtiums, red and green, red and green leaves and berries and hips. I pick a colour wheel of fallen leaves, from green to yellow to orange to cherry then dark red. The colour is there. I found it in the grey. Friday the 1st of October By the river Banks of scraggly nettles are full of movement. Hundreds of caddisflies are busy working hard at making more caddisfly. The river is a dark mirror, pinpricked with raindrops and scattered with confetti pondweed. Gunshots in the distance. The cooler months' percussion of the countryside. A dragonfly flies close to the opposite bank. A splash as a fish rises and breaks the surface. A goose honks, high-pitched and sounding surprised. A squirrel rummages around the bottom of a hedge behind me. A leaf falls from a tree to the water and is carried slowly, sedately along. Jackdaws puppet squeak in the trees. Conkers have fallen from up high. Green cases, spiked on the outside, soft and furry within, lie empty. All glorious brown-shine treasures have been hoarded. The sky broods and spits. The split bark of a large tree stripes vertical lines of rust, fawn, brown and green. A butterfly flits inside the building where I work. This brings delighted squeals of joy from two young girls. I carefully cup it in my hands and we take it outside. It sits for a moment on my hand. A peacock gathers up its wings. Then it is off. Saturday, the 2nd of October. A buzzard flies low, mewling against brooding grey. The rain starts early, easing in with light fingertips before becoming a deluge. The garden is viewed through obscured windows, water rippling, smudging the colours outside. It is cold. There is no let up to the downpour. Raincoat on, I dash to the bottom of the garden to empty the compost. Opening the lid to the large bin, I am struck by the warmth from within. I shelter for a moment in the greenhouse, inhale the scent of tomato plant leaves. Clusters of tomatoes hang red, orange, and green. I snip off All ripened fruits and fill my pockets, squalling outside. Raindrops gather and fall from the bottom of an apple hanging showered. Crystal droplets from bright green. The evening draws wilder and wilder. We are being lashed. The world outside in the dark is roaring and fierce. I light candles and furl myself into a blanket. Sunday, the 3rd of October. A kind of peace overlays after the clamour of yesterday. The land has had a heavy night and today is sluggish and tired. Rooks fill the air with their calling cries from topmost branches On the way home from work, I pass a squirrel on the verge. It sits upright on hind legs, eating. It does not seem to care for my car passing by. The iconic shape of a kestrel hovers over a hedgerow, tail down, arched wings steadying the mid-air surveillance. Focused. Intent. A wood pigeon keeps pace awhile, flying ahead of me, as if my pilot. Horses wear their coats parading paddocks. Bright pom-poms of pineapple weed are yellow buttons, cupped in green feathered fronds in the gloom. I have not had the chance today to be outside, and I feel it like an ache. An invisible thread pulls me to the natural world outdoors. But today, I have no opportunity to follow. The thread sits as a knot within me, messy and sulking. Thank you for listening to Swallows on the Wire. You can follow Swallows on the Wire on Instagram at Swallows on the Wire. Or follow more of my works by visiting my website jenny-may.com.